Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I don't think it. I don't think it recorded you. Um, oh, Megan was mid sentence, and I just kept going. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome she back did, to. She didn't give me her legal warning, so I could sue. <laughs> um, actually, I said, "Okay, let's start recording. Get us turn on the record button." And you're like, "Actually, me, I." <laughs> I wasn't listening. I don't listen. <laughs> Well, now you're recorded saying that you aren't listening, so you can't sue me, bitch. I just talk at my phone. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the uh, episode where Megan sues me and I <laughs> counter sue. This is Pop Culture Swine, the podcast where the ho- co-hosts hate each other. <laughs> Hi, Megan. <laughs> Hi. Megan, I so, missed you last week. Did you? Yeah, for some reason I was like, I like couldn't remember like how to record by myself. I was like testing one, two, three, like hello. Wait, what happened? But I oh Bethany, okay. So I knew there was something last week that I needed to talk to you about, and it was that. And I don't need to bring it up again because I finally just came to terms with it. Bethany leaving Roni, and actually they cast some other chick already who seemed like a real sloppy, sloppy. Sally, so it could be fun. Could be good. Oh, good. Tough, but it's good. It's tough, but it's good. I read today that Bethany is trying to fly a, like, certain type of plane to the Amazon wildfire. <clears throat> she is, like, raising money for that, because she's constantly always, like, helping out the world when our governments fucking fail us. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me if she did, and honestly, if anyone can do it, it would probably be her. Cause she's the one that went to Puerto Rico and was, like, literally handing out money to people yeah and like paper towels and like cases of water and like shit like that yeah so go Beth go she's leaving Roni to pursue bigger and better things in the world I guess guess we'll let her go save the planet (laughs) I think Uh, one past member on (laughs) Roni to let her go save the planet that selfish bitch (laughs) um you guys, I was just telling Megan, so I was pretty sick today, so I, like, went and got a ginger ale to, like, treat myself, and Wild. I, <laughs> I saw this ginger ale that was, like, made in Oregon, like, locally made, and, like, the label literally looks like it was made on, like, Microsoft Word, and so I was, like, <laughs> okay, like, cute, like, I like supporting, like, local stuff, and, like, usually local stuff tastes better anyways, this was made, its ingredients are literally, like, ginger root and pure fire. It's, like, the <laughs> spiciest soda I've ever drinking in my life. It's, like, causing my heart just to, like, go up in flames. Whoa, Lord. So if you guys hear me, like, coughing and hacking by the log, it's because I'm drinking pure flames. She's just trying to be the new kombucha girl. I am trying to be the new kombucha girl because I literally would never record myself drinking this because how embarrassing that I can't handle <laughs> a fucking local ginger ale. Ginger ale can be spicy. It's I so drinking, spicy. I'm drinking red wine because apparently it's National Red Wine Day or some shit. But oh. honestly, what day isn't? In Megan's world. Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> clink, clink, bitch. Wow. Okay. So you yeah, know that, you know that that's on theme. You know that Missy Elliott meme where she's just like clink clink bitch. Mm-hmm. That's me, and that's also Missy Elliott after this week. 
Truly. Um, before we get into our scripted goss, I just have like one thing that I actually meant to be bring up to you. Um, but I keep forgetting, but it's about one of our fave celebrities. I just read this. This is not what I wanted to bring up to you, but it's going to get there. I just read this article, like, literally right before I went to go get my, um, fire in a can kombucha, or not kombucha, uh, ginger ale. (laughs) Um, Matthew McConaughey is, like, a professor now at, like, the, it's called, like, Moody College, Community College in Austin, Texas, or something. Oh, is it a community college? I thought it was UT. Or is it a university? I thought it was UT. It's like moody something, because I was like, same. Um, I saw that today, and I, like, what I would give to be a student in that classroom. I know, right? Like, just walking in, and it's Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) You, like, submit your paper, and he, like, returns it back graded, and it just says, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) This paper was mighty fine, mighty fine. Yeah, it's University of Texas. Good for him. He's going to be a professor. He's going to be teaching this, the class, like, script to screen? Question mark? Yeah, whatever. He's one of those celebrities where I know he's a total loon, but I just feel like he's a very cool, like, good person. For sure. If I were to ever find out that he's not a good person, I'd be upset. No, no, no. He seems like such a good guy. He seems like so just like, whatever. Like, he seems like he doesn't even realize that he's like a celebrity. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then like, there's like, you know, borderline a little too kooky, like, naked bongos. But also, am I mad about Matthew McConaughey being naked and playing the bongo drums? No. Just no. Just, just interesting. Food for thought. <laughs> well, on Bongo's the topic for of... thought. <laughs> okay. Um, for Remember the one time Bongo's we're selling... That bar. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and you could, like, throw peanut shells on the ground. <laughs> yeah. For a limited time only, we're going to be selling bongos, pop culture sign bongos <laughs> for merch. Um, I'll link the website below in the show notes. I went to this, like, Cuban bar for happy hour last week, and the bar stools were bongo drums. And there's this guy who I've seen around my neighborhood who just pushes a bongo drum around in a little, like, cart. And he was there? What? He was no, there? No, I'm just saying I've seen some bongos around lately. Oh, you're just giving us a weekly bongo update? Yeah, I think I might. I think the university's trying to tell me something. <laughs> Megan leaves her job to speak of a bongo player. <laughs> in the subways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys, Megan can't record tonight. She has a show. If you guys go to the subway on 44th. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? No. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, She's sitting outside the L train tonight. <laughs> Everyone go visit her. Ooh, the L train. Look at you and your knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'm a real city gal. Um, back to Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I appreciate the bongo update. Um, I watched that movie Serenity with him and Anne Hathaway, where he's like on a boat and she, Wait, Anne oh Hathaway God, is like bleach blonde hair. Tell me how it is because I was gonna rent it a few weeks ago and I didn't because I didn't know if I could spend money on it. But now it's on Amazon, so I can watch it for free. And how was it? It was really good. Oh, 
I was like unsure, but I was like, you know, like I wanted to see this movie in theaters, but I never like got the gist of what it's about. But now it's free on Amazon, so like let me just dive in here and see what's going on. It was so good. Nothing like you would expect. Okay. Okay. I'll add it to my weekend roster because let me tell you, it's a holiday weekend and your girls got no money. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So we're you better go get shows. those bongos out, bitch. You better yeah. go make some money. Um, or just yeah, watch it's like, free TV. <laughs> it's like a major plot twist, but like incredible. It was like when I finished watching it, I was like, damn, that was like surprisingly really good. I'm surprised it like didn't get more hype. Yeah, yeah, because I remember seeing a, like, trailer for it or something, I thought it looked really good, and then it came out, and no one talked about it, and now it's out on DVD, or, you know, rentable and streamable, and still no one's talking about it, so I'm like, that's not a good sign, but then again, there's just so many, so much content these days, people just can't keep up, so sometimes some good ones slide through the cracks. Truly. So I'm here to talk about it, I'm making the change, I'm so selfless, um, so highly recommend if you guys have Amazon Prime, you can watch it on there. Vote free. Um, you, I just realized something that you didn't put my review of Taylor Swift's new album on our agenda. <laughs> okay, well, you can have the floor while I burn out my lungs with another sip <laughs> of this ginger ale. Okay, so as we all know, Taylor Swift's new album, Lover, came out last Friday. Um, no secret that the world did not have high hopes for it based off the singles that came out. The singles that she released were Me, You Need to Calm Down, The Archer, and Lover. Lover was Lover the Bop. I don't know if you've listened to Lover or any of I it. like Lover. Lover is a, actually just a great song. I like wish really, I... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I wish I had, like, a crush on someone right now because I think I would, like, love her a lot more. But, like, I truly have zero feelings for anyone. So, like, I listen to it and I'm like, that's sweet. But, you know, it's, like, one of those songs that you're, like, driving in your car when you, like, have a crush on someone. You're, like, singing being like, ah, you're my lover. Like, yeah, I can, like, actually, relate to this. But, like, actually, right now I'm like, that's, mm. <laughs> that's, that's actually so true because I have, like, zero romantic prospects right now. So that song, when I hear it, I'm just like, this would be a great song to, like, slow dance in a field with your lover, too. But I don't have that. But anyway, it's still great. (laughs) But my overall, that kind of goes along with my overall critique of the album. Basically, my overall critique is, Taylor, we get it. You have a boyfriend. (laughs) Okay. You guys heard it here first. Every song is just so lovey-dovey and on that level, and that's so great that she found love and all that stuff, but it's like, holy crap. Literally every song is just so, like, blatantly about Joe, which is fine if you're into that. And like you said, maybe I would like it more if I had, like, a romantic prospect. But with that said, there are a few solid bops that I'm a big fan of. trying to think of what they're called. Um, I'm a big fan of... Cornelia Street, False God, um, Death by a Thousand Cuts, Cruel Summer's kind of boppy. Like, you know, there's some bops, whatever. I could go on, but I'm not. Um, so if anyone's interested in giving it a listen, I would start by listening to those songs because they're the best. And then there's also a song that she did with the Dixie Chicks that I've listened to once and I'll probably never be able to listen to it again because um, it's about, she wrote it about her mom, like when her mom was diagnosed with cancer. And it's, like, literally such a pretty, 
pretty song and it's just so sweet so overall album was a pleasant surprise not a favorite but worth listening to got it got it where where's like the idea place to listen to like what are you doing when you're listening to it just to give people like an idea of how to get started oh i mean like i was sitting like working like you know i had literally nothing else to be doing so i didn't so i had so i had nothing to do but listen to the album all the way through got it got it like a little background dip your toe in yeah i'd say it's good background music and then otherwise it's just kind of like like car music if only if you feel that love for someone i was like listening to lover because i actually really like lover and i like how it sounds kind of like um like indie undiscovered music you know what i mean like it sounds like a rough cut like raw like someone just like uploading a youtube cover you know what i mean like it doesn't sound like professional studio Mm -hmm. but i think that like brings like them look at me complimenting her um but i think that brings the emotion to the song and i really enjoy that and i i've been listening to it all day today and i just kept thinking like this would be like the perfect song if i liked someone yeah, to, like, sing it. alone in my car. But I was like, one, I don't have a boyfriend. Two, I don't like anyone. And three, I don't have a car, so. I know. I love how I'm like, this is a good song album to listen to while you're driving. And, like, I don't drive. Um, <laughs> but, yes, Lover is that is just, like, a really, really good song. Definitely probably one of her, like, a, it's up there with some of her best. Agreed. Listen, I used to, back in Tempe, when me and Megan lived together, I used to work, like, really far away from our house. And I was going through it with some relationships and like the like 30 minute to an hour drive between our house and work, Mm -hmm. 1989 took me Mm -hmm. a long, like helped me get over a lot of situations in that drive. And there was like a lot of scream singing in the car to that album. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because 1989 is like my least favorite album. (laughs) It just like, it just like really resonated with me. During that time, so I was, like, thinking about that album, like, driving and just, like, scream singing. And so now when I, like, listen to Lover, I'm like, that would have been, like, a perfect song for that time. Like, it's true. That's that's kind of, like, how she is. I feel like every of her previous albums, I've had, like, a crush or, like, a heartbreak or, like, a re- some type of relationship that I can relate to that album. Like, there are specific songs that I think of by Taylor Swift, and they make me think of one guy over and over mm-hmm. and over again. I can't hear that song without thinking about that guy. So maybe that's why, you're right, maybe that's why I don't like this one as much because I really don't have that guy right now to relate any of this shit to. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, I was, like, genuinely being like, should I text someone? Like, <laughs> just so I can, like, have these feelings. And I was like, mm, no, I don't really care that much. I know, I'm like, who's going to get a you up text from me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Megan, it's 8 p.m. Of course I'm up. And I'm just like, you up? Want to listen to Lover? <laughs> Go slow dance outside. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, thank you for the review, Megan. Um, we'll catch you here two weeks from now. <laughs> Cut you off the show. <laughs> um, but that brings you. Know, we both. That was a bad laugh from both of us. We were both like, okay. ah. I, I was like mid sip of wine too. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have? Like a women's talk show? I guess yeah. Um, I mean, literally. <laughs> Um, (laughs) you stop but that's a good transition to keep talking about this fucking album 
Um, so on Monday it was the MTV VMA Awards music video video music awards. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um and viewership was at an all-time low for the third year in a row with less than two million viewers. Do you know how little two million people is? <laughs> yeah, that's like literally like I can look out my window and see two million people. Yeah, like, less than two million people tuned in to watch. I was like, ooh, yikes. That's, like, such a low number. It was 1.3 million. Which is That's... shocking, because I actually watched it for the first time in, like, years. I watched I watched two hours of it. That's, that's definitely a majority of it. Wow. But, like, that number, like, blows my mind. Because I remember, like, when I was, like, a kid, you, like, planned your whole week around the, the MTV VMAs. We did i remember that and then and also like the movie awards too the tv movie awards those were like a big deal like i remember like me and all my sisters we'd like make sure that we like got home from dinner like a certain time so we could like all watch it you know what i mean it's like now like like, you'd always go to to a friend's house and that's just like what you did that night like oh i'm going to Lindsay's to watch the vma's mom (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly um (laughs) And it was, like, such a big deal. Like, I just remember, like, it was, like, such a big deal to watch it. And they'd have, like, all these commercials leading up to it. Yeah. For less than two million. And I just think of it as someone who's, like, obsessed with YouTube. I just think of it, like, in that way where it's, like, there's, like, these vloggers that get, like, a million views on, like, a making slime video, like, in a day. True, true. Well, and that's the thing. It's like they haven't really been able to like catch up to that and find a way to like incorporate those stars into like mainstream award shows. You know what I mean? And that's what they should be doing. Also, it's because like no one has cable anymore. Yeah, that too. Yeah. They need to figure out like a way to have those award shows to be like free to watch somewhere. I mean, but like as it's happening, you gotta stream that shit for free if you want people to watch at all yeah and it's like you're still getting ads people are still seeing these ads i mean yeah i have someone's cable login so i guess i have my parents but like i didn't care enough to like log in and watch it i cared Um, this year just because i felt like there was a lot of like good music this year like yeah i'm trying to think of yeah like i love lizzo love Billie eilish i mean i obviously am invested in taylor swift's new album like, I feel like, and then, like, I knew Missy was going to have her big moment. And, like, so I was just kind of, like, I knew who these people were for once, and I liked their music. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of into it. But MTV, I know you're listening. You got to make that shit streamable for serious. For free, too. And, like, not on your website where it's going to, like, glitch. Like, you got to partner with, like, Hulu or some shit. Yeah, and the host was a nightmare. Who was the host? He's some stand-up comedian. His name is Sebastian M. Something. He's kind of like a probably like a forty-something dude. I think he's like a New Jersey native. So maybe they were trying to tie. Oh, that I know exactly what you're talking about. My coworker always sends me his videos. People, um, yeah, people on Twitter were not happy with him, and well, mainly a lot of people didn't know who he was because, duh, like know your audience. It's like teenagers and shit, and this guy's like a forty-year-old stand-up comedian. I actually yeah, think it's random. Yeah, it's super random. I actually think his stuff is like, like his bits and his style are co- of comedy are like kind of funny because it's kind of like dry and inappropriate, but like it did not translate well in this. That's like a weird choice for an MTV because he's the guy that does like that. Aren't you embarrassed? Right? 
Um, I don't. I don't know that much. I don't know. But um, that's an odd choice. For yeah, it really didn't translate well. He made a few. I, it just wasn't that funny. Hmm. Well, MTV, come to me and Megan when you're ready to be serious about this. Well, true. It's like honestly, what are they thinking? Like between not streaming it and have having him like could they really not find anyone else it's funny because i actually saw him on the today show like a few weeks ago like leading into this when they announced that he was hosting and he Mm -hmm. was just like i don't know why they picked me no one's gonna know who i am i'm really nervous i'm just gonna do what they hired me to do and it's like well you tried (laughs) that sucks yeah me and like, Megan are hosting next year. I know. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> We're hosting next year, 2020. I'll be streaming on Hulu. Catch us there. Five people will watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, record-breaking numbers for, like, most viewers ever in history. Because <laughs> <laughs> people are like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> um, tuning in just to see what a fucking mess we are. Yeah, but we'd actually be funny. Well, to us, we would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, the delusion's real. You could play um, bongo drums. Megan's opening with bongo drums. I'm opening by breathing fire. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's opening by chugging a whole spicy ginger ale. <laughs> projectile um, vomiting. <laughs> I'm like one of those fire stick turners, but I get the fire started by drinking the ginger ale. And then just spitting it. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone hates this podcast. I'm so sorry, you guys. We're not even one sentence into the notes. I know. I'm already stressed. I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. Okay, go. So, our favorite fake relationship, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, whatever her fucking name is. Um, every single time I say it, I'm like, I think it's wrong. I thought is her name Camilla or Camilla? No, I think that was right. There's one L, so it's Co- so it's Camilla. Okay. There, see, these are things I don't know. Um, like not not Spanish. I just don't know how to like what her name is spelled like. I don't know anything about her besides that she was in that one girl band and that she's high-key racist. Anyways, um, they're in a fake relationship. We talked about it two weeks ago. It's so fucking obvious, and it's like so weird because before I had said that on the podcast, like no one really talked about it. Like it was just like my own opinion that I was like these people are fucking fake. And then, like, after we recorded the podcast, like, everyone keeps talking about how they're fake. And I'm like, do people listen to my fucking podcast? Or, like, what's happening? I mean, true. Obviously, I always knew that there was a possibility that they could be fake. Like, I get how these things work. Like, publicity. But I kind of thought it was real. But, oh, my God. I don't know. I think they listened to our podcast. And they were just like, I'm going to troll these bitches. And then they just went into, like, full-on, like, overdrive with the awkward face sucking oh but but like everyone started talking about that like the day after our podcast was posted like like major news outlets were like you guys say it's fake like e-news and stuff and i was like i never seen that before until literally i like talked about it and it was just like my own personal opinion and now like i keep seeing it everywhere and i'm like what's happening (laughs) the little fbi guys in our phones clearly work for e-news as well (laughs) (laughs) 
True. Good job, guys. Um, so our favorite big Doing relationship, great, Shamila, is that the, the relationship name? Shamila? I guess. Shamila. Sean. Shamila? Shamila. 15 minutes of me and Megan just trying to pronounce that. How about, um, come on. oh my God, it should be come on. <laughs> it really shouldn't. <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, especially the way you first said it. Come on. Come on. It really should oh, okay. not. Okay, well, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I was just thinking like, come on, man. But you made it weird. You made it weird. <laughs> Anyways, they performed their song "Senorita." Is that a, the name? See, si, Senorita. Yes. What's the song name? Listen, you guys, si. I don't give a shit about Senorita. that. Senorita. Senorita. Um, they performed that song together, and that's like the song that they've been like promoting. That's why like there's this whole fake relationship to begin with. But mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking evidence that this relationship is fake and just a PR stunt. <laughs> A week before the award show, uh-huh. Entertainment Tonight released an article reviewing their performance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A week before it ever even happened. And this show isn't, like, pre-recorded. Like, it's live. Uh-huh. So a week before it ever even happened, Entertainment Tonight released a review of their performance saying that it was, like, flirty and that they're love bugs and that they're, like, hashtag Team Shamilla. Yeah, not a good look. Don't know how that happened. I do know how that happened. That happens kind of a lot. But bad look, bad look. And and um, fake. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. They fake. They are fake. And they didn't kiss during their performance. Everyone thought they were going to kiss. And then they like, did a psych out. And we're like, we're so flirty. And it's like, no, you're fake. And he doesn't want to kiss you. True. True. I'm loving those memes that are like Sean Mendez after a fake date with Camilla. And he's yeah. like <laughs> He's like the Australian guy. He was like, Okay, thanks, Camilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're so fake. And I just like that was even further evidence to prove that this is just like a PR stunt. Um and it's like it's 2019, not like nineteen forty. Like we don't need these fake relationships. You know what I mean? True. And it's like anybody being like, they're so cute. Let me listen to their song together. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the youth thinks. It's a good song. <laughs> okay. The other day, like, I like Sean Mendes as a person, but I only know him from, like, his internet personality. Mm-hmm. So the other day, I, like, went on Spotify, and I already told me this. I, like, went on Spotify to be like, do I actually know any of his songs? Like, he's so popular. Like, do I secretly know his songs and I just, like, not realize? So I, like, you know, on Spotify, they'll list, like, their top five listened songs. I didn't yeah. know a single one of them. <laughs> did you listen to them all? I did. I listened to it while I was grocery shopping. Oh. Oh. And oh. every song I was... Like, I don't know the song. To be fair, though, I don't, like, listen. I'm not, like, I don't know these songs because I, like, don't, like, I'm, like, too cool or whatever. I just, like, literally don't listen to the radio ever. I don't watch TV. I don't listen to the radio. I didn't watch RE season. We get it. Well, I didn't watch RE season. That's neither here nor there. We know. Um, but, like, I don't listen to the radio because it's, like, I don't drive. And so it's, like, I never really have, like, a chance to listen to the radio. 
And then it's like, I don't watch, like, live TV, so I, like, never see commercials. So it's like, a lot of times I, like, have no idea what the fuck's happening. Like, I have, like, no idea what's on the radio. I have, like, no idea what's, like, on TV. I have, like, no idea, like, what new movies are out. Because it's like, I'll never see, like, trailers or commercials or previews for anything. It's, like, a really weird situation to be in. And it's, like, it, like, solely comes from, like, me not having a car and, like, me not having TV. It's not, like, a choice where I'm, like, I choose not to, like, no, I'm a slave to the fucking internet. Like, I'm not above that. It's just, like, I, like, literally just, like, never encounter it. And it's really weird. Yeah. I mean, I I used to listen to the radio all the time. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess if I want to listen, like, I always, I usually, like, listen to the the charts on, like, Spotify and Apple Music. So, like, I, like, don't listen to music. I listen to music, but, like, I'll listen to, like, emo music from literally 2006, just, like, something corporate on repeat, because it's, like, I just can't move on. Yeah, true. I've actually been on, like, a big 90s kick lately, because Apple Music did, like, a, like, spotlight playlist on, like, 90s jams, and I was, like, excuse me. (laughs) Don't mind if I do. I'm, like, Natalie Imbruglia, or whatever her name is. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> and, like, Jewel. <laughs> oh my god, I listened to Jewel, like, two weeks ago, because the Kardashian podcast I listened to, called Say Bible, shout out to Kathleen and Natalie, um, they talked about Jewel's first CD, and I have Jewel's first CD, I still have the CD of Jewel's first CD, Jagged Little Pieces, or whatever it's called. Uh, not Jagged Little Pieces, that's yeah, Jagged Little Pill by Rose Morissette. But it's called something Broken Little Pieces, I don't know. Yeah, um, like, a crossover of two iconic... Iconic emails, but like I have that um, CD, and so then I listened to it on Spotify one morning when I was like walking to work, and I was emotional and angsty when I got to work. Yeah, wait, actually, <laughs> um, I remember you posted something on your story, and then when I was listening to Jewel, I was like, "Oh, I should tell Morgan," and I didn't. So consider this me telling you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Speaking of '90s music, um, Missy Elliott finally. Ugh fucking oh. got the vanguard award after all these fucking years at the um award show she listen on twitter for years it's been like when is missy elliott gonna win this because like that bitch produces all number one hits all the fucking time her music videos are out of this world way ahead of their time she like continues to put out like fucking bops and like she's never fucking recognized she's amazing i've been so, I, I just i love her like remember when she performed in someone's super bowl halftime show like a couple years ago and i was like why aren't people talking about missy elliott more no one ever talks about her even though like you everyone knows all of her songs like the song come on comes on at like the bar the club and people like lose their shit yeah um do you follow her on instagram because i highly recommend it i follow her on twitter but not instagram she just like writes inspirational messages on pads of paper with a sharpie i'm sending one to you right now (laughs) see and she's like unproblematic she's like such a good influence remember like when that woman like performed her song and then like missy came on uh ellen to like meet her yeah she hasn't aged in 20 years she's Um, actually getting younger i swear yeah and she's just so cool and I just want her to adopt me. <laughs> she's just, like, so cool. She's been putting out bops for, like, almost 30 fucking years. She's, like, remained consistent. Like, 
everyone knows her songs, but like I feel like no one ever really acknowledges her or recognizes her, even though her music's like so fucking iconic. Right. Pass that Dutch. Excuse me, Mean oh Girls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Iconic. Lose control. Oh my gosh. And I recently rewatched her music videos. I think because I saw it. she was getting some hype before the show, you know. So I kind of went on like a Missy Elliott throwback like YouTube music video fest. And that Lose Control music video, like I watched it five times in a row, and I'm just so into it. The end where they're like, like Tommy Lee comes out and they're like dancing on that log in the desert. Remember? Vaguely, very, very vaguely. Because, like, it, like, switches up at the end and it goes into, like, a bridge verse. And it's just, like, Miss Elliot and Tommy Lee. Like, why is Tommy Lee there? And it's no secret that, like, I had, like, a crush on Tommy Lee when I was a wee lass. (laughs) Wee lass. Okay. And, honestly, Work It is, like, a friendship song between me and Megan that I can't even begin to explain. (laughs) Because it's not serious. It's more funny. But still... Missy Elliott means something to all of us, and, like, she deserves more fucking recognition. I know. This could be a Missy Elliott podcast from here on out if we really want to. It fucking could. <laughs> um, and in Loose Control, is that where Allison yeah. Stoner yeah. dance? Yeah. Allison Stoner, little actress from early 2000s. Um, she yeah. was, like, in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was in that Steve Martin movie. Oh, my God. Cheaper by the Dozen. dozen. Which is still amazing. (laughs) And Hilary Duff. Hey. Um, But she started off her career being the little girl that, like, dances in Missy Elliott's videos. And she was, like, a Disney Channel girl, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because what what other shows was she in? She was, like, in a ton of stuff. Yeah. I can't think of any, though. Wait, what did I just say? Oh, I said Step Up. She was in Step Up. Oh, okay. Um, but now she's like a grown woman, but she came out on stage and did her dance for that music video and everyone like lost it. Cause they were like, it's fucking Alison Stoner, like the little girl from the video. And yeah, then, like, Missy wrote her this like really sweet message on Twitter. Yeah. Oh! I did not realize it was her at first. Not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, she's like almost 30. Like Twitter she has, like, had short to... hair. Yeah. Like Twitter had to tell me, um, yeah, and Missy, like, during her speech, like, Missy does so much for, like, the dance community, which I'm not a dancer, but literally I've always wished that I could dance. So I think it's really cool that, like, dancers bring so much life to her music, and she, like, fully recognizes that and gives them all the attention that they deserve, and it's so cool. I know. She's so it's sweet. So cool. Everyone, like, in the audience is, like, crying because, like, everyone just, like, realizes, like, she deserves it so much. Um she was also on that new song Tempo with Lizzo, and like Lizzo was like crying. Yeah, I've been getting I've been getting real into that song lately. Actually, I'm a big fan. It's so good. Um, so yay! Congrats to Missy Elliott. She deserved this a long time ago. So I'm finally glad she finally got recognized. But she deserves more recognition for sure. She's like one of like the biggest artists that have like changed the industry. I, in my opinion, um, so cool. Yes, we stand. We stand. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Speaking of Taylor Swift, so she won for Music Video of the Year for her new music video, You Need to Calm Down, which we've discussed in full detail previously on this podcast, so we don't need to discuss it again. It's However, annoying, but that's it. 
yes, you guys all know where I stand on that. Um, however, she did win this year for video music of, or music video of the year, and her she like ditched her girl squad. Remember, like when she showed up to the award show with like a girl squad. Mm-hmm. Now she shows up with like her little gay squad because she wants to seem super woke, and that's great. Except I don't think it's real, in my humble opinion. And I, mean, I think this is like another phase of for, of hers. I'm all say. for like activism. Sorry, I don't I'm gonna keep cutting you off. Um. Let me just say this. Like, I'm all for activism, and I'm all for, like, bringing, like, attention. However, I don't like when people do it to, that when it's, like, self-serving, and I just feel like it's, like, very self-serving for her. Like, it's just, like, another phase in her career to her, and that doesn't sit right with me. Exactly. Like, I'm not saying that I think it's fake, because I'm, I'm sure, like, I'm sure that Taylor Swift supports the gay community, but it's like being ex- exploited. Is that the right word for yeah. her own, like personal publicity? So yeah, I don't doubt that she like feels this way, and I don't think that it's fake. But like, it's just so transparent to me. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's not like I'm like Taylor Swift actually hates gays. I don't think that at all. I think yeah. she's very supportive of the whole community. However. It just feels like Girl Squad 2.0. Where, remember with the Girl Squad, it was like when she was promoting her 1989 album. Because she was like, oh, like, oh, I like, love my girls. And like she did like the matching vac- like 4th of July vacations with them. And like it was like a whole promo for herself. I feel like she's doing that now. Right. Again. And like notice how she doesn't really hang out with any of those girls anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. So it just doesn't yeah, sit right. She's buddying, up, she's buddying up hard with Todd Drake Hall. Yeah, and he's his own podcast. Um, <laughs> so she won for that. So she, like, um, brought everyone up on stage, like, her little new squad. And she brought <laughs> um, a Taylor Swift drag queen, like, this girl who um, is, like, known around to do be, like, the Taylor Swift drag queen. Her name is Jade Jolie. And... <laughs> <laughs> you guys, John Travolta needs to retire. <laughs> yeah, from presenting. I'll just say that. So he tried to hand the award to Jade Jolie because he thought it was Taylor Swift. <laughs> he legitimately tried to give Jade Taylor's award. Because he thought it was Taylor Swift. And I will say, in his defense, Jade does a really fantastic job. It's actually pretty true. I mean, you're up there. The lights are bright. There's, you know, like you, I, I, I see how it could happen. I could also see it happen, especially if, like, you've never met Taylor Swift in real life and you're, like, older, like John Travolta. You know, you're, like, I don't know what she, like, looks like in person. This person looks exactly like her. (laughs) Right. Like, he's not some, like, fucking 30-year-old girl. Like, yeah, you know, I don't think that he follows her closely, you know? Yeah. But it was just funny because, and here's the thing. I don't think it would have been as funny if... Back in 2014, he hadn't done something similar. Back in 2014, he went to introduce um, Idina Menzel, who sings on Frozen, 
She's mm-hmm. more known from Rent in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, and now, and her name's Adina Menzel. He said, and now Adele Dazeem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's still a hilarious moment that will go down in infamy. But it's just fucking John Travolta, you know, like. Yeah. It's so funny because it's just like, yep, it's fucking John Travolta. <laughs> it's just it's like, can we stop having John Travolta present? <laughs> no, keep it happening forever. Literally forever. He'll be the one in like 10 years who announces, you know, pulls a Warren Beatty and around announces the wrong movie again. <laughs> the Oscars. Why was he even there? What is he promoting? Um... That's a very good question. I don't know. They they bought like a really random crew of like celebrities who have connections to Jersey just because it was in Jersey. Okay. I think um, he might have a connection to Jersey. Okay. <laughs> Is that where he's from? I don't know. I'm on her Instagram right now and she's just like almost got my first award tonight thanks to John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todrick had like made a statement for Taylor Swift because of course he did. And well, she, she won. She won two awards. He gave the acceptance speech to one, and she gave it for the other. Yes. In case you were wondering, that wasn't what I was going to say. But thank you. Oh. Um, he Fuck like off. had made a statement for her, saying that like they were just like laughing about it backstage, and they just like thought it was funny. Like she wasn't offended at all, and they honestly thought it was like more of a compliment to Jade because it was like, so you really do look like Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, I don't think that. I think it was just kind of like an honest mix up that can be laughed off. Yeah. And just but you I'm know, just like fucking oh, John Travolta. John... Yeah. John Travolta again. <laughs> yeah, he strikes again. <laughs> Here he comes. Um <laughs> have him present literally everywhere. Actually at MTV great. Next year he'll be hosting the VMA. <laughs> <laughs> Which talk about viewership. Wow. Yeah, I'd probably tune in for that TBH. <laughs> um, and then one last thing about the award show. Oh, wait, let me talk about when, sorry to keep going back to this. This is basically a Taylor Swift podcast now. But when Taylor Never. Swift performed Lover, because she opened with um, You Need to Calm Down, and then she transitioned it into Lover. Mm-hmm. And when she was performing Lover, I don't know if you saw, like, it panned to the audience, and, like, Neve Shulman and his wife were slow dancing, and then they, like, shared the most passionate kiss, and it was, like, so romantic. I was, like, oh, like, I was, like, overcome with emotion. Wait, I did see, I did notice them kissing, but it was, like, the very beginning of the show, so I was still, like, up doing stuff. I didn't notice how much of a moment it was. I'll have to go it back was, like, and watch. It was, truly a moment, and it, like, made me a little emotional. It was, like, so sweet. It, like, felt like a movie. See? That's what that song does to you. It's, I, I know. know. It's something about it. You guys, I need a boyfriend just until I'm over this song. It's just romantic AF. It really is. Ugh. Damn you, Taylor! Rocky um, here. Rocky. <laughs> um, in a song that's not romantic in the slightest because it's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, a few weeks ago, someone asked her if she was going to perform at the VMAs and she said, fuck no. And it was because she wasn't nominated for anything. But then at the last minute, they like needed someone to perform. So she agreed. And so she performed her new song, Slide Away, which is about her and Liam's divorce. <sighs> it was. It's a good, it's a good song. 
It's a really good song. She didn't get emotional in it. Um, I will admit that I had tuned out by this point, so I didn't see the performance. Oh, it was, like, a normal performance, because, like, you know, I was kind of maybe expecting her to be emotional. The first time that she ever performed Malibu, she performed at the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah, and she like that. She, like, cried at the end, because, like, one of the last lyrics is, like, she's, like, thanking Liam for, like, saving her from drowning and whatever, and she, like, breaks down and cries, and it's, like, so powerful and emotional, so I was, like, expecting maybe that to happen, but she was just, like, over it. She just performed. It was a good performance. It's a great song. She has great vocals. Um, yeah. And then she brought, as her plus one, Caitlin Carter, her new girlfriend. Yeah. So good for them. I'm like, want to be happy for the relationship, but I'm still heartbroken over <laughs> Liam. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still skeptical. Yeah. Um, is this Sean Miller 2.0? Sean Miller. Kylie. Has a new ta- they could be Kylie. That's just their name. Or Mylan. <laughs> Maitland. <laughs> um, she or has a Katie. new tattoo. <laughs> she has a new tattoo. It's a Pixies lyric, and it says, My head was feeling scared, but my heart was feeling free. And I'm like, Miley, please. <laughs> like, this is all too much for me right now. I know. I mean, so, the, like, I don't think that this is news to anyone. And sorry if you already discussed this, because I haven't listened. Um, oh, wow. So you're fake. I'm a fake fan. Um, I, like, I, it seems like a lot more of, Liam had a lot more issues than he let on. Like, basically, the issue seems to be, like, everyone thinks of Liam as this, like, Yeah, good, so I did talk about this. Okay, yeah, good guy. He's got issues. I realized that right after I started talking, so I realized I had to own up to not listening to the episode yet. So mm-hmm. Megan's fake, um, oh, and she doesn't she doesn't <laughs> listen to the episodes that she's not on. So that's fine. That's false. Just not last week. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So what I had talked about last week was like everyone judges Miley, and I've been on this. Like, I've been on this fucking soapbox for years, ever since Bangers came out. Like, everyone judges Miley and always says, like, well, and, like, especially when her, like, Banger phase is over and people are like, it's so good to see her, like, get her head on straight, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, her head was, like, never, like, off. Like, she was, like, a young girl wanting mm-hmm. to be sexual. And, like, that doesn't make she's a bad person or that she was, like, wild and crazy and, like, reckless. It just means, like, she was just, like, experimenting and, like, that's okay and that's healthy, Karen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then people like always want to like be like, oh, and Liam, I can't believe he got with that like trash can, blah blah blah. And it's like Liam's the one who has like a drug problem apparently, and Miley's just like, just because she like dresses wild or she's like open with her sexuality doesn't mean that she's like a drug addict. Like people always just like want to judge women on like their appearance and how much they own their sexuality, and it's just fucking unfair. Yeah, like he seems to have a fair share of demons says someone who is completely removed from this situation and doesn't know him at all but still you know that's what that's what she's alluded to yeah so she um went on her instagram because people kept saying like she cheated she was the one on drugs blah 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 liam left her he's better off without her his family's like relieved they're not together anymore because she's like such a hot mess blah 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 like all these like vicious vile things and so she went on her instagram and like posted a, a little note and it was like 
It says, I can accept that the life I've chosen means I must live completely open and transparent with my fans who I love in the public 100% of the time. What I cannot accept is being told I'm lying to cover up a crime I haven't committed. I have nothing to hide. It's no secret that I was into partying in my teens and early 20s. I've not only smoked, but I've advocated for weed. I've experimented with drugs. My biggest song to date is about dancing on Molly and snorting lines in the bathroom. I fucked up and cheated in relationships when I was young. I lost a massive Walmart deal at 17 for ripping a bong. I've been kicked off Hotel Transylvania for buying Liam a penis cake for his birthday and licking it. I swung in a wrecking ball naked. There are probably more nudes um, of me on the internet than any woman in history. Let me scroll to the next one. But the truth is, once Liam and I reconciled, I mean it, I was committed. There are no secrets to uncover here. I've learned from every experience in my life. I'm not perfect. I don't want to be. It's boring. I've grown up in front of you, but the bottom line is I have grown up. I can admit to a lot of things, but I refuse to admit that my marriage ended because of cheating. Liam and I have been together for a decade. I've said it before, and it remains true. I love Liam and always will. But at this point, I have to make a healthy decision for myself to leave a previous life behind. I'm the healthiest and happiest I've been in a long time. You can say I'm a twerking, pot-smoking, foul-mouthed hillbilly, but I am not a liar. I am proud to say I am simply in a different place from where I was when I was younger. I mean, good God, can you imagine how beyond frustrating it would be for everyone to just be like, it's her fault, it's her fault, it's her fault, she's the crazy one, when you know the facts. Yeah, like, when you, just because he's, like, more clean cut in person, or, like, in publicity than you are, so then people always, like, want to say it's you, but, like, behind closed doors, it's, like, him that has, like, all the issues, and you've, like, try to be there. To just have everyone come after you during your, like, hardest, most vulnerable time, and it's, like, not even your fault. Like, wow, that would really fucking suck. Yeah, that does fucking suck. So, a lot of celebrities came out and supported her, like, along the comments I'm, like, reading. <laughs> Juicy J, LOL. Says, we love you, Miley. Stay strong. Justin Bieber was like, love this, Miley. Shailene Woodley sent her a ton of hearts. Blah, blah, blah. So, everyone's coming to her defense and being like, you know, like, we get it. And, obviously, people in Hollywood, like, know more than yeah, we do. Yeah, it's cool that no one's really bashing Liam. Like, that doesn't need to happen. We should just not bash anyone. Exactly. And, like, if Liam truly is having these demons, and, like, the only thing that we should be doing is, like, sending support, because it's, like, addiction, obviously this is all alleged, although it's been, like, Miley has alluded to it. Like, yeah, addiction like is, how like, we're just now, we're now talking, like, Liam's an addict, which may or may not be the case, but. Yeah, but, that's, like, that's even the if assumption it's... we're going under. If it's true and he has these demons and it's, like, the only thing that we should be doing is being, like, supportive and, like, whatever. Because it's, like, that is, like, a disease and, like, we have, like, no reason to be, like, he sucks. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully he gets, well, hopefully they both get the help they need. It's a tough time for them. God, I just love Miley. I have, like, never not loved Miley. Like, I've been, like, a day one stan of Miley. She, <sighs> she's a cool chick. And everyone was always, like, in her banger phase. Everyone was like, she's gross. And I would always be like, I actually, like, really like her. <laughs> and I see through that to this day. You're so um, cool. That's, like, another album I used to listen to, Driving on the Freeway, Scream <laughs> oh, yeah. Singing. Because they came out, like, around the same time, the same year. Okay. Something just popped into my mind. Remember that old Vine we used to love? of the voiceover in her um, We Can't Stop music video where she's like, ha, wah. <laughs> yeah. 
dick. <laughs> dick to the dick. Dick. And it's the part in the song where she's like, yeah. Like, you know, it's like. Yeah, it's, it's like, like dick. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that vine. Definitely going to uh, find it after this and send it to you. <laughs> so that is all the stuff that happened at the VMAs. Obviously, obviously, there's more, but that's, like, all the notable stuff. There's a lot of performances. Um. I mean, everything went off without a hitch. So, moving on in well, other Lizzo's news. Lizzo's great. That's all I have to say about that. What was? Lizzo. Is oh, great. yeah, Lizzo. She I win, told... She's everyone's star. Yeah, Lizzo performed, and, like, everyone in the audience fucking lost it and, like, went hype. And, like, Queen Latifah was, like, on the verge of tears because she's, like, so proud of Lizzo. Okay, well, her and performance was... was, like, amazing. It really was because she's an amazing performer. And the um i was telling megan this earlier this week it's like so wild to me and i'm not trying to be like i like knew about her before anyone like that's i don't care i hope everyone knows about lizzo um but it's like so wild to me because i saw her in person almost two years ago and it wasn't even a full two years ago though it was like a year and a half ago maybe even less i saw her in person and I was, like, maybe, and this is, like, me being generous, I was, like, maybe one of 30 people in the audience, like, dancing. Mm-hmm. Like, no one knew who she was. No one was in the audience. Like, no one was dancing. Like, she was opening up for a different band, and, like, no one had even gotten there yet. Like, there was no one there. It was, like, empty. It was, like, 30 people on the floor. And, like, she still, like, even though there was only 30 of us, she still put on, like, this incredible fucking performance and, like, did her thing and, like, I was, like, fucking captivated. And, like, so to see her, like, go from that to, like, oh, like performing at the VMAs and seeing, like, everyone, like, literally everyone in the audience know all of her lyrics is, like, so fucking mind-blowing and, like, makes me, like, emotional because it's just, like, she fucking deserves this. Yeah, I was going to say, she's one of those people where people get so emotional about it because she does deserve it. Like, she's talented. She's, like, good you know she's like a good person she's just kind of what the world needs right now and so good for her she deserves all the success that she's getting and honestly she like makes you feel good about yourself like whenever I'm like feeling down or I'm like feeling self-hatred or I feel like very ugly or whatever like I'll literally like listen to Lizzo because it's like she is so well I think she's fucking beautiful but Mm -hmm. she like owns like her body and her like looks and whatever and she like doesn't care she like only like truly says positive things about herself and it's like so uh uplifting and like kind of contagious and it's just it's just nice i mean yeah i so, can't say enough nice things about her me either Ugh, i feel like love she that can't bitch. say enough nice things about us and by us i mean like ladies <laughs> ladies <You know? laughs> yes um so yeah good for her it came down to being like performer or like artist of the year it came down to her and Billie Eilish I believe Billie Eilish won yeah I Um, I know you saw on Twitter I voted for Lizzo that's how you can tell that I'm invested because I sent out a tweet (laughs) that said hashtag vote for Lizzo and also said I'm too old to be doing this I am. I had had a few drinks on Monday night. I went to work oh. happy hour, so I enjoyed this show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it came down between her and Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish won. I think they're both fucking incredible people. Um, so yeah. I'm happy either way. 
But that brings me to my next story in which... A nice transition. Look at you. I know. It's almost like I do this every week. You wouldn't know, though. Um, So, Billie Eilish is on the cover of Nylon Germany this month, but she's not happy about it. So, she shot, like, the for the cover, blah, blah, blah. That was great. She left. And then they completely edited it to be something completely different. They made her this, like, bald, topless cyborg. (laughs) Uh, Well, wait. The what? The article that I read said that she didn't even know the story was coming out. Well, she had, like, her image without permission. Oh, I thought they had. Well, regardless, I read that they had done a photo shoot and they completely, like, changed the direction, like, didn't tell her. Um. Oh. But, like, regardless, they, like, completely changed it. She literally is, like, bald. And, like, when I read, like, topless, I was like, what the fuck? Because she's, like, 17. It doesn't show anything. She could have literally been wearing a halter top and you, like, wouldn't have known. Like, it stops, like, right under her neck. So, because at first I was like, topless? Like, what the fuck? Like, she's only 17. Oh, same. I thought the same thing. And I was like, oh, my God. And then once I saw it, I was like, okay, you can see some shoulders. Yeah, it was like, oh, so she's like, I mean, like, okay. Um, but still, like, that's not okay if she, like, did not agree to it. So they, like, posted the, the article or, like, the cover of the magazine on their Instagram. And Billy commented on it. And she's like, what the fuck is this shit? And she was like, one, I was never approached by Nylon. Oh, I guess you're right. I was never approached by Nylon about this piece whatsoever. I did not know yeah. it was happening, nor did anybody on my team. Two, this is not even a real picture of me. I have absolutely no creative input. Input. Three, you're going to make a picture of me shirtless that's not real at 17 and make it the cover. Even if the picture was supposed to look like some robot version of me, I did not consent in any way. Four, and you're going to remove all my fucking hair? Boo to you. And then she did the little flip off emoji. Yeah, I mean. And it's like, what the fuck is happening at Nylon Germany when they thought, like, they truly could just make someone be on the cover of their magazine without asking them? Yeah, that's literally not how shit works. And also, especially in, like, the world now of, like, media magazines, people are kind of celebrating, like, more natural looks. Like, you know, like, the whole, like, not airbrushed, less retouching type of thing. And then this is just, like, the most, like, digitized like fake clearly because she's meant to be like a robot it's just it's it's really weird it's really weird and especially like when she's 17 like i'm sorry you literally have to get her permission it really doesn't even look like her like it's her eyes that's about it the rest of it is just so like overdone and like i don't know if i saw this without context if i would even say hey that's Billie eilish i would kind of just think it's like a model yeah Except it says Billie Eilish on the cover. I, I um, said without context. Oh, reel it in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would be, like, fucking pissed if I was her, too, because it's like, you literally can't use someone to, on the cover of your magazine without their consent, especially when they're a fucking minor. Like, hello, Nylon Germany. <laughs> yeah, that's ballsy. Are you dumb? Is this your first magazine? And, like, Nylon's, you- like, a big magazine. Yeah, I love Nylon. So, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, I, like, could not believe that. Like, I can't imagine, like, owning one of, like, the top magazines in the world and being like, well, we're just going to put this person on and surprise! <laughs> yeah, hope for the best. Like, what do they think is going to happen? 
Yeah, like she's gonna be like, "Thank you so much for putting my little fucking magazine cover that I didn't know about." I mean, um, maybe she would have had a better reaction if it was like a flattering, normal picture. But like the thing is about like the covers of like that, because it's not like it's like a J fourteen where it's like they or like an Us Weekly where it's like they just put like paparazzi photos and like whatever. Like mm-hmm. Nylon magazine covers, it's like a People magazine cover, like a Cosmo, like. The reason that you're on the cover is because you have, like, a fucking spread and you, like, are promoting something and you're, like, helping. You know, like, you've agreed to it and, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a, obviously, it's a way for, like, celebs to get, like, you're right, promote their shit and get their stories out there in their own words. Like, they have the control. And that's why they want to do that shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, so, best of luck to Ireland, Germany. I'm sure you're going to be getting hit with some lawsuits. Yeah, oh um, my god, what a nightmare. <laughs> In other news, Leslie Jones is leaving Saturday Night Live just before the start of the 45th season. So she will not yeah. be back when the new season comes out, I think, next month. Um, I'm very sad. I really like Leslie Jones. She um, is kind of like a pioneer of comedy to me because she didn't start getting, like, recognition in, for comedy until she was, like, in her 40s. And so I think that's, like, pretty powerful to – because women are often told that, like, by the time you're 30, if you haven't, like, made any moves in your career, that you're <laughs> just expired. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, like, very cool that, like, the first time that she ever got, like, huge recognition or, like, was, like, on Saturday Night Live and, like, was doing anything was, like, when she was, like, in her 40s. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. But, uh, yeah, so she's leaving the show. I don't know if she's, like – I know she has, like, a Netflix special coming out. Like a stand-up comedy special. Yeah, and she's doing, um, I read, a revival of, hosting a revival of Supermarket Sweep. Oh, random. Yeah. So I've been recently talking about that show her, a lot. <laughs> someone offered her a shit ton of money. Yeah. Plus, I think she was, like, trying to get into, like, more movies and stuff. She was, like, in Ghostbuster, obviously, um... So I think she's maybe trying to get, like, into acting roles and doesn't necessarily just always want to be, like, a uh, person on SNL, so. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like that's, like, the normal trajectory that a lot of SNL cast members make, and I do think that Leslie was usually very underutilized on the show. I agree. She's only really ever used, like, on Weekend Update. Yeah, so, I don't know. She probably just wanted to do more, to be honest. And I respect that for her. Um... And so if that's what makes her happy, I guess I'm happy, but pretty sad. But with a castmate leaving, that means there's always, like, one or two new castmates. So we'll see with the upcoming season who the new castmates are. Yeah. Um, I don't know the exact start date of SNL, but I think it's always, like, mid-September, kind of like when Sweeps Week comes out. Um, so um, we'll see. Yeah, I think it's, like, late mid to late September. We'll see who's on there. And then Kate McKinnon is coming back, but I think she's only doing, like, half a season um, because she has, like, a lot of – she has, like, her own show coming out on Hulu and all this, so. Yeah, her contract was up. I read that her contract was up this year, but she re-upped for another year. So it could be her last. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. It's always sad when, like, your favorites leave us to know because you're always like, okay, so, like, what does this mean? (laughs) I know, it's always uncomfortable starting with, like, someone new. <laughs> like, when Kristen Wiig left, I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, the Kristen Wiig, like, Maya Rudolph, like, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, 
face when they all left. I was like, it's never going to be okay again. And honestly, Bill Hader. Yeah, honestly, for a while, it wasn't okay. <laughs> yeah, not going to lie. It hasn't been the same since, like, the early 2010s. Um, I but... think the last few seasons have been strong. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a brief period there where I was like, mm, but it's getting better. Yeah. Um, however, Pete Davidson... Oh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> I know. Like, why do you make it so hard to be a fan? Oh, Pete Davidson. I think you need to get out of the spotlight for a few years, to be honest. Um, True. Just a little, he's just a little baby. He's young, and he's pretty much all he's ever known since he was 19. And he seemed like he was okay before the Ariana Grande, but then, like, that brought way too much attention to him at once. Um, yeah. And things seem to have just spiraled since. I mean, I can't even imagine. So. Yeah, like, you're just, like, a person on SNL that people, like, might recognize. You know, like, oh, aren't you on SNL? And you're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. But then when you're, like, engaged to Ariana Grande, it's, like, a whole other, like, ball game. Right. Um. So he, this past week, he did a comedy stand-up show for the University of Central Florida. And... I guess uh, it was, like, for, like, freshman orientation, like, back to school, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess some students in the audience were, like, recording him. They, I guess there was, like, no signs that said, like, no recording, no cell phones, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, that's kind of, like, a common knowledge thing at comedy shows just because it's, like, comedians get, like, their uh, material stolen a lot. However, like, when you're, like, 18, you're, like, dumb. <laughs> or didn't they just, like, have their phone out? Like, no, someone was, like, recording him. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's probably just, like, for their Instagram story being, like, seeing Pete Davidson, whatever. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, I'm going to record this and sell it. It was probably just, like, at Pete Davidson's comedy show because, like, we're all obsessed with having to tell everyone what we're doing. Yeah. Um, me included. And so he, like, kind of got irritated and, like, went on this whole long rant saying that they're, like, stupid, spoiled little bitches and that they're idiots he called them retarded, and then I guess when people in the audience, like, gasped, because it's like, obviously, that's a word you should not be using, and I'm only using it in this context to tell you guys that. He was like, yeah, and I mean it, like, in the way that you're thinking. Uh, he just, like, like went on this whole down. rant. Yeah, and he was like, I, you guys are just, like, in the middle of bumpstock nowhere. This this college is in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> just for <laughs> context. Um, and then he was like, I'm going to tell my friends to never fucking come here. And then he was, like, going, saying that he'll be dead in six years. Just, like, going. And, like, everyone was just, like, uncomfortable. Because they were just like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. And so then he, like, tried to, like, make it better. And then was like, okay, that's enough for me. You know, I just want the best for you guys. And then, like, went into his comedy show. And, like, I guess he stayed to do, like, a Q&A afterwards to, like, make up for it. But it's like bro like this is a pattern for you like you can't keep doing this stuff like especially yeah. like the, you cannot say like the r word to like an no. audience of people and you can't say that orlando is like in the middle of nowhere yeah you just can't like you are doing a job like you have to be professional too like, yeah, because like if that was like anybody going to work like if that was me going to my office i would be fired on the spot yeah, exactly. Like, ugh. 
you have a different like, kind of you have a different kind of job, but it's still a job, so you need to be professional about it. And like the thing is, it's like you could there's just like so many different ways to approach that. You could even be like, "Hey guys, I don't know if you know know this, but like there's normally no phones allowed in comedy shows. Like you guys just mind before we start like turning off your phones." And I mean, you totally I feel like once you're in that position because, like you said, it's kind of a known thing that you probably shouldn't have phones out, right? But either way, I feel like it's in like you, he could have made a joke about it, like he could have done a little bit from it, but just like nowhere to stop. <laughs> yeah, and like don't yell at them. Like just like go. He just like went zero to a hundred so fast, and like I feel like that's like such a pattern for him. And obviously, he has like he has like mental illness. Yeah. Um. And so it's, like, you have to kind of give him a pass for that. However, like, but not that much of a pass. He's been doing this repeatedly. It's become, like, an issue. <laughs> yeah. Oh he God. just, I think, like, needs a break. Like, I think he should stop doing shows for a while and maybe take even a break from SNL. Like, I obviously, like, they would allow him to come back. I mean, <laughs> Lauren Michaels, like, paid for his rehab. So I know. it's, like... Lauren would, like, allow him to take a break. And you know what I mean? Like, I think he just, like, needs to take a year break where he's just, like, not in the limelight for a little bit. I know. So it'll be interesting to see with the season coming back how he how he does. I yeah. Hope, I hope nothing but the best for him because I'm a Pete fan. I want him all the success and happiness. I used to be, but slowly I'm starting to be, like, I don't know if this is a good look for me anymore. <laughs> he's he's got to stop. He's got to stop. But I will um, support him, I guess. I don't know. Rooting for we'll you, Pete. See, we'll see what happens. I think Pete it was Pablo. a good look for Ar- Ariana Grande to move on from that, for sure. Well, yeah. Oh, our little angel. He's um, dating someone new today, I saw. I know, the girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, okay. I don't have still haven't seen that, so I didn't know who she was yet. But yeah. Yeah, she's like the main Manson girl that they show in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's super pretty, so Oh. Good for them. Um Kim Kardashian has an update for us. Remember when she released her um like Spanx? <laughs> her version of Spanx? Mm-hmm. And she called it kimono because apparently oh, how could she forget? has no fucking PR team. They were all on vacation that week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, where was anyone? Literally any one person would have been like, that's not okay. <laughs> like, even Rocky would have been like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I don't know about this one, you guys. Like, I'm like, Liz, like, did she pay for her whole management team to go on vacation together and was like, I'm just going to do this while they're gone. Yeah, she just went, like, AWOL. <laughs> like, I swear, because I'm like, I literally can't imagine ever being that said, like, in a meeting, and no one speaking up, and no one realizing it's, like, not a good idea. Like, I just can't imagine that. <laughs> Same. Um, so she named it kimono for whatever reason, because it's literally not a kimono or any type of robe. It's literally Spanx. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like doubled down on the name when it first came out and she was like, no, like, I like this name, blah, 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 and then that was, like, a Friday, and then, like, by Monday, she was like, hey, guys, I heard you guys, I'm changing the name. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> um, and then she decided to put a halt to it, because she was like, I really want to think about the name, 
And then she was, like, thinking about it. And then she was, like, showing us on her Instagram story. She was, like, I don't know how to, like, change the label. because, And I will respect her for this. Because she was, like, I don't want to throw all these clothes away and, like, create more trash in the landfill. Phil, like, that doesn't make sense. Um, Very true. So I was, like, that's, like, good for you. Like, I really respect that. So she was, like, we're trying to figure out how to cover up the original tags that say kimono to something else. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So finally, I know you've all been holding your breath. She um, has a new name for us, and mm-hmm. it's called Skims. Skims. Skims with an M? Yep. Skims with a, like, skim milk, but with a plural. Skims. Ew. Yep. Skims. Skims. That's so fucking hard to say. Skims. 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 Skimmies. Let me get in my skimmies. Like, where is her marketing team? Yeah, honestly. What the fuck? Who's approving this garbage? Skims? Are you fucking kidding me? Skims. Milk. And, like, why plural? (laughs) Yeah, I think that skim would have been better. Skim, yeah. Not great, but better. But skims. Skims. Kim, what the fuck? Why didn't she call it, like, skintimate? Or, like, skimtimate. Like, Kim, but, like, intimate, because it's, like, Spanx. Kimtimate? No, like skim to mint. Like why? Skim to mint is a brand. Not skin to mint. Skim to mint because she has to have her name in it for whatever fucking reason. Or she just could have called it like Body Wear by Kim Kardashian West. Yeah. Honestly. Like literally anything. But she chose skims. And she says that it's skimming. Well, duh. And it's like that. No, that's like not what it means. Like, do you well, mean slimming? <laughs> well, like it skims your body. But like it doesn't because like skimming means like taking it off. No, <laughs> your body's still like, there. It's just, I don't. You know, I don't know. It's bad, but whatever. I don't really care that much. It's still gonna sell out anyway. But is it because like the thing is is like was there a need for another like body wear like you know what I mean like people get their body wear from like Nordstrom Rex for five dollars like who's really like can't wait to get this Kim Kardashian body wear for like 40 fucking bucks people want their bodies to look good and we'll spend the money to do it I don't know I don't fucking wear that stuff neither do I and I just feel like anybody who does it's like it's like something you get at the last minute because you like need to go to a wedding or or you have your go-to brand that like works for you and you're not trying to like go get some new body wear yeah or you go to get Spanx because that's a literal brand it's called Spanx that's what I mean like it's like a saturated market that like you don't need like (laughs) I don't know where Kim Kardashian's marketing team is but they're fucking gone she's killed them or they're lost in her fucking museum house and they've been like stuck in a room and, like, no one can remember where that room is, so, like, no one can let them out. Maybe. They're playing bongo drums with Kanye. <laughs> Something's happening over there, and it's not good. 
So anyways, if you guys want some one-legged or one-armed <laughs> version of Spanx, because, like, that's what her whole thing is. And she's like, sometimes I wear, like, slit dresses, and I can only wear Spanx, like, on one leg. So now I've come out with, like, this innovative thing where it's, like, it covers just one leg, but not the other. So, so you can wear other- slits. So your other leg looks like a sausage. <laughs> sausage. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, if you guys want some of that shit, she's releasing it, and it's called Skims. If, if you want sausage legs. <laughs> she also has versions where it just is one arm, too. So Oh, you can have sausage arms, too. You can wear one sausage leg on one side and then a sausage arm on the other side. So you just have <laughs> a link. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so dumb. Good luck, Kim. Um, you guys see me in skims. <laughs> um, Travis Scott has a new documentary. Like reaches out to sponsor us. And we're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, like the next week I'm like, hi, you guys. Just a quick word from our sponsor. Thank you so much to skims. It's been truly life-changing. I'd also like to clarify some statements I made on last week's <laughs> podcast. I think Skims is the perfect name, and it's cute because it's, like, skimming, and it's, like, skin, but it also has Kim's name in it, and so I just wanted to just say that just real quick before I go on with the episode. Um, truly, it's been life-changing. I wear so many things that are slits. <laughs> Nothing looks like sausage. <laughs> I've never looked thinner. Um... <laughs> Don't resemble any meat products. <laughs> No one told me that it sounds like milk. No one has said that. So I just wanted to clarify to you guys. Um, love it so much. I mean, so we stupid. Can we can dream. But yeah, obviously she was like, I want you to have it and promote it. Oh, I would take, I would delete this episode. You guys, I'm fake. I'm a fucking sellout. I'm not going to pretend I'm not. Yeah. I'm never going to be one of those influencers. I'm literally not an influencer, but if I ever was, I'm never going to be like, I only promote brands I use. No, y'all know I'm chasing that coin. <laughs> You're going to be that Lisa Rinna out there promoting adult diapers. Listen, I've peed my pants from laughing before. I could probably use adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll promote anything to get that coin. And if you guys listen to this podcast, then you respect that. If you don't, then you would have left a long time ago. Um... Yeah. I have no moral standing, okay? <laughs> it's gone. Show me some money and it's gone. True. Um, Travis Scott has a new documentary out. It premiered today at midnight on Netflix. It's called Look, Mom, I Can Fly, and it's about his, um, like, World album slash tour and becoming a father with Kylie Jenner. Um, it looks pretty good. I obviously really love Kylie and Travis and Stormy. So I'm going to watch it. I was planning on watching it today because I stayed home sick, but I slept until literally 3 p.m. So (laughs) yikes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't watch it. I might watch it after this, but it looks really good. My friend Stacy watched it. She said that um, he mumbles a lot. (laughs) She couldn't understand what he was saying. Uh, Well, (laughs) it happens. Get those subtitles. Yeah, she said that she had her subtitles on and she's going to rewatch it again. So, that is out there now, if you guys want to watch it. Um, it looks pretty good, and it shows, like, even, like, Kylie's pregnancy journey. So, uh, we always want more info on that, because she's such a sneaky snake. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's on Netflix right now. Once again, it's called Look, Mom, I Can Fly. And, honestly, I don't know much about Travis, because he's kind of a private person. 
but I think that he is a musical genius. Yeah. So it'll be cool to check it out. I hope Sitgo Mode's in it. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Plus, if you guys don't know, like, his whole Astro Road, Astro Road, <laughs> Old Town Road, but it's Astro <laughs> Sicko Mode. Wow, what in the, a collab. What oh, a my collab. God. I need that club now. Astro World is, like, an amusement park in Houston, Texas, which is where Travis Scott is from. So his whole tour was, like, um kind of, like, an amusement park themed, and on his tour, he, like, built, like, a roller coaster on stage that you could, like, ride. Not, like, you, like, fans. Not, like, us peasants, but, like, Kylie Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> could, like, ride on stage. It was insane. So, that would be cool to see, like, behind the scenes of it. Yeah. Um, in other news, Lizzie McGuire is coming back to TV! Ugh. You know, we, you know, it's just good news. All around good news. It's tough, but it's good. Um, but Hillary it's not Clinton's tough. It's good. Well, it might be tough because it's going to be on Disney's new streaming, Disney Plus, which is like, I don't know if I'm trying to pay for that. Yeah, I mean, I, it could very well be tough. But I'm also I'm may very well never know see I'm it. I'm the Disney movie watcher, and I know that you're not. But I will definitely pay for it, and you can maybe use my login if you're nice. Oh, fuck off, bitch. You're the one that just mocked me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't like Disney movies. Sue me. Please don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> my Sorry, attorney's yeah. busy releasing her skimswear, and she doesn't have the time. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Lizzie McGuire is coming back to Disney's new streaming service called Disney+. Plus. Um. It'll be starring Hilary Duff. It's not like it's coming back as in, like, old episodes are coming back. Like, they're making a new fucking show for Liz McGuire. And Hilary Duff will be, obviously, Liz McGuire again. And it'll be about her turning 30. She lives in New York, and she's, like, a interior designer. And she has a boyfriend who's a chef. And it'll just be about her being, like, a grown-up. And so I'm really excited because I really like Hilary Duff, even though I think sometimes she can be a terrible actress. Yeah. But... I really enjoy her, and I fucking love Liz McGuire like everyone else, so I may or may not pay for this Disney Plus streaming just to see what's good. Um, but you yeah, love so Hillary that's Duff funny. because she's a good actor. <laughs> that's true. No, no one loves, no one's like, Hillary Duff is a great actress. <laughs> yeah. No one's saying that. And that's okay. Right. Um, you guys, just a brief little thing. Do not watch The Haunting of Sharon Tate on Amazon. It fucking blows. One of truly the most terrible and offensive movies I've ever watched in my entire life. Really? Um, I was going to watch yeah. it recently because I remember you mentioned it. But it's that bad? It's that bad. It's literally that bad. And you know, for me to say that, it takes a lot because I'll watch a lot of shitty movies. I know. Well, now I just want to watch it because I want to know how bad it is. It's bad and it's really offensive. <laughs> Offensive, like, how? Like, to the victims. Oh. Yeah. So, anyways, Lizzie McGuire's coming back, and I hope her little cartoon character comes back, too. It, there's no news on whether the other characters, like Gordo, Miranda, Ethan Kraft, Kate Sanders, any, if any of them are coming back, um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. I saw somewhere that it's coming back in November, but I don't know if that's true, because that seems, like, very soon. Wow, holy shit, that's way too soon. But maybe yeah. they're really cranking this Disney Plus shit out. I know. Take note, MTV. 
Um, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin Bieber are finally having their wedding. It's only been a year since they've been married. So they are finally having their wedding, supposedly. Remember, they've postponed their wedding four times now. Um, as of now, it's set to be on September 30th in South Carolina. They have sent out wedding invites and viewed the property it's supposed to be at. It's supposed to be at this, like, hotel. Um, so as of now, it is still on, but don't hold your breath because they love to postpone their wedding. And <laughs> my invite must have gotten lost in the mail. You can be my plus one because I definitely got invited. Oh, no. I have to go get <laughs> some skins to wear with my dress. <laughs> Which is great because I'll be at the wedding in skims. Skims. <laughs> <laughs> the Skimming Bodywear by Kim Kardashian West. For when you don't want to look like packaged meat. <laughs> but only on one side of your body. Hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then in other wedding news, Rachel and Brian from The Bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay, as you guys know, she was The Bachelorette a few seasons ago, yeah. and it came down to Peter Krause oh. and Brian, and she chose Brian, and I remember everyone being like, what the fuck? Because it did not seem like Brian was like a, it didn't seem like he was going to win. I mean, whatever, I'll say it. Brian just seemed like the ultimate fuck boy. But they have yeah. since defied the odds and really kind of, like, lived a happy little life together so far. So good for them. I know. They've been together for, like, four years. Yeah. And they're, and... like, kind of – they're not totally out of the spot. Like, like they're not, like, the, those douchey bachelor couples that are, like, we never want to be seen. But, like, they do try to keep to themselves, and I think that that's worked for them. So they seem to be doing well, clearly, because they got married. So good for them. I know. I'm very shocked because, like, when she chose Brian, I was, like, shocked because I was, like – you chose fucking Brian over Peter. I still have feelings about it. Plus, like, Brian's mom was kind of a psycho. Yeah, I was truly like, this will never last. <laughs> yeah. And then, same. I was like, that will never last. I can't believe she chose Brian. I also, like, no offense, Brian. I know he's listening. But, like, I didn't think Brian was, like, very cute. Like, I just, like, wasn't vibing with him. And, like, oh, I mean, Peter was, like, like, he's a very attractive guy. But he's no Peter. He's not my type in the slightest at all. Like, I would never see Brian and be like, oh, he's cute. Like, I, that's just, like, he's literally not my type. Yeah, no, I know. And standing up to Peter, I was like, wow, okay, Peter's, like, hot. He's, like, older. He, like, he's sweet. He's kind. He's intelligent. He's emotionally intelligent. And so when she chose Brian, I was like, literally, what the fuck? And, yeah, I was like, this is never going to last. Like, this, what's happening? And then, yeah, they, like, got married after, like, four years of being together. And so, I like, guess it's lasting. That's also how I felt about um, Desiree. Oh, my and God. Yeah. Remember? And I was, like, she, like, chose him as, like, the second runner-up because the first guy that she chose, like, didn't want to be with her or some shit. Yes. He left the show. He was, like, so the clear winner and he wasn't into her and left. And she just, like, so the other guy won by, like, by default. So we're, like, uh, okay, that's never going to happen. But they got married, and they have, like, a bunch of kids now. Yeah, they have, like, like eight kids. <laughs> no, they have two kids. Oh. They live in Seattle. I actually used to work with this girl who was friends with her. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well. And so they're, like, still together, and that was, like, a, a long time ago, like, eight years that ago. That was a long time ago. I'm pretty sure that was, like, a season that I watched, like, during high school. It definitely wasn't, because I remember I watched it at um, Laura and Jenny's house. But, Yeah. 
wow, like, it's been a while, and they're still together, so I'm like, I guess, like, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, side note, not in the notes, but another Bachelor note, JoJo and Jordan Rogers, one of my other favorite built-to-last Bachelor and Bachelorette couples, he, like, totally surprised her this weekend and, like, re-proposed to her in private with a new ring. And, oh, my God, they did, like, a little Instagram story thing to, like, announce it. And they were both just so happy and so cute together because they said that they'd always wanted to do, like, another one. Because they're one of those, ba- like, couples who have been together for years now. Like, they were in between Desiree and Rachel. So it's definitely been a few years by now. Um I've always wanted to do another engagement, like, without cameras, like, something that they could have just on their own before they really decide to get married, which I think is so nice. Like, they've done it, the whole thing. They've done the post-show thing. They've been together for so long now. They know that they're in it for the long haul, and now they just did it their own way, and I think it's so cute. I know. And you know what? Like, I just feel like all these Bachelor couples are, like, lasting recently, where I'm just like, damn, does this show, like, actually work? (laughs) true i mean that yeah there was a while there where everyone was just going to shit <laughs> yeah but like now i feel like in the past few seasons like literally everyone's still together yeah and there's like babies and shit oh and by the way this week on paradise crystal and goose got married oh yeah they've been married but yeah they just like showed yeah it was yeah it was their like filmed wedding yeah i mean who saw that coming not me because remember like in the beginning of paradise last year he like hated her <laughs> well and he was just and he was a fucking douche. Yeah. And then she, like, changed him for the better. And he's, like, no. a sweetie now. No, I know. Like, I actually got, like, a little misty during the episode. They just seemed so sweet. And, like, what I was telling Sarah, like, they're both such weird people, like, on their own. And they both came off so poorly on their show. And then they found each other. And then they complimented each other's weirdness. And they seemed to, like, really have mellowed out now that they found each other. And they probably listened to Lover and sing along together. I think that he was, like, such a fucking douche in the beginning because I think that he had, like, his guards up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I he was, like, insecure. He, I feel and like then, he, like... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think he was, like, insecure and that's why like, he was, like, such a douche because he, like, had these guards up. And then, like, Crystal just, like, came through and was like, I don't give a fuck about your guards. We're tearing those down. And then I feel like once he, like, she, like, tore those down, he became, like, this, like... I feel like he's, like, genuinely such a good person. Yeah, I feel like he probably just worships the ground that she walks on, which is sweet. And I um, forgot what I was going to say, but that's okay. But they seem very sweet. Oh, I feel like he needed, like, a strong woman to just kind of, like, change him. Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) For the better. He needed someone who was like, I'm not going to cater to your, like, bad behavior. Like, I'm going to keep going whether you're here or not. And, like, that's pretty much what she did. And he, like, came crawling to her at the end. Right. And I think in that way he kind of, like, leveled her, too. Ah, we could go on. I love them. Um, And then our last guest for the evening, it's Bachelor-related, Peter, the hot pilot, (sighs) who's also a pilot and is hot and named Peter and is a pilot, is rumored to be the next Bachelor. Being a pilot is a personality trait for him. It is a personality trait, Megan. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. If he's The Bachelor, I'm going to watch it. I'm just disappointed because clearly I wanted Big Mike to be The Bachelor. 
And I just feel like ABC had such an opportunity. Like, first of all, I wanted Mike to be The Bachelor because it would be the first season in a long time that's a Bachelor that I'm actually excited about. Like, I've yeah. been excited for a Bachelor since, like, Ben Higgins and look how he turned out. Um, <laughs> oh. and, and I just, like, was really excited about the possibility of it being Mike because he seemed so cool and genuine. And then ABC also had the huge opportunity. Like, they're already doing big things for them by showing, like, this same-sex couple on Bachelor in Paradise with Demi and her girlfriend, and they could have had the first black bachelor, and they're just like, nah, white pilot. Insert white pilot here. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all, (laughs) BS Victoria Justice, I think we all wanted Mike to be the bachelor. Um, Uh, Literally. But listen, if that's not going to happen, I'm okay with Peter, because I obviously didn't finish Hannah's season, so, like, I don't really know how it ended. I mean, I know how it ended, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I mean, Peter was fine. Like like I said, just really an okay dude. I think I would grow to like him in this role. So if that's it, I'm fine. I'm fine. However, <laughs> I think I obviously everyone would want Mike because he's got a great personality. He's really hot. He's super funny. He's really charismatic. And like you said, ABC could have help themselves out here and made the first black bachelor but mm-hmm. <laughs> they stay choosing those white men yeah so but i'm sure there's a reason behind it like obviously there's so much that goes into this stuff like i'm sure maybe if they had it their way mike would be the bachelor like you know there's always something else to it maybe maybe mike sounds love well, so, and by the way, he's still on Paradise right now. Like, he's not really doing much, but he's still on Paradise right now. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure The Bachelor probably starts filming, like, literally next week. So it could have been as simple as, like, scheduling. <laughs> yeah. And maybe he found love outside of the show. This is, like, me suddenly trying to tell you that me and Mike are dating. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I would literally cry. Like, I was, I would consider straight up applying for the show if it was Mike. So now at least I can take that off my plate. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> um, that's all the goss I had for you guys this week. Um, it was kind of a lot of goss, but it was a, all kind of fun goss. So I hope you guys are happy. I know there's um, really a lot to talk about. I was looking forward to chatting about all this shit with you. So sorry for this extra Gabby tonight. <laughs> we were very extra Gabby tonight. Um, and by Gabby, I'll... I mean Gabby Solis. me and megan are diehard desperate housewives fans um so until next wednesday which we'll all be back alone to talk about gossip you can follow me on instagram it's pop culture twine podcast on there you can also follow me on my personal instagram if you know that um i'm happy to talk about Desperate Housewives, if you guys are also a fan, let me know. Oh my god, um, you're going to say I'm happy to talk about Megan. <laughs> I'm also happy to talk about Megan behind her back. Listen, I don't, like I said, I have no moral high ground. Um, <laughs> if you're listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe, because that's how we get more exposure, and more people can join this fucking carnival circus, whatever we are, this fucking sad excuse for a podcast. This fucking weekly hour where me and Megan just talk at each other and lose our fucking minds. We, we want more funny. people to listen. <laughs> we think we're funny. That's all that matters. If you have an enemy, really hype up this podcast with them and make them listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the ultimate revenge. And yeah, until next Wednesday, Megan, do you have anything to say? Nope. Nighty night. <laughs> All right. Bye, Meg. Bye. <laughs>